News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. You need more women in positions of power. If Putin was a woman, which I, he obviously isn't, but uh, if he were, I really don't think he would have embarked on a crazy macho war of, ingra- of invasion uh, and violence in the way that he has. If you want a perfect example of toxic masculinity, it's, it, it's what he's doing in, in Ukraine. Boris Johnson there speaking yesterday, basically blaming Putin's toxic masculinity for the war in Ukraine. Ella Whelan, spiked online columnist and co-convener of the Battle of Ideas Festival. Do you agree with your Prime Minister? Um, well, you know, I, I think that a woman can do anything a man can do. I think most people believe that. But there, let's be clear here, this is not Boris Johnson um, making a principled statement about women's worth. It's a kind of throwaway comments from a prime minister who's used to making throwaway comments that reveals a sort of, um, it, it just, it's really a kind of stupidity about the understanding what Putin's driving force is. I mean, if, if this was just as simple as kind of <laughs> toxic masculinity and a bit of machismo, then you know it would be far easier to understand what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. It's a bit of a kind of airhead statement. Okay, um, also, yeah, I just like it's a, it's an interesting one, and I have to say I didn't have a huge amount of time, you know, at the beginning of, of the outbreak of COVID, when people are saying, "Oh, those countries, you know, like New Zealand, which is sent to Ireland, who are led by women, are are doing much better." Now we all know how New Zealand turned out, and it wasn't quite as good as we had initially thought. I I was kind of sceptical about that argument, but when you look at Vladimir Putin, and then you think of you know him horse riding, shirtless, uh, shooting, uh, the judo, all that, like. This is a guy whose brand is very much about masculinity. Of course, and that's the, that's a kind of performative role that he plays, particularly to his domestic crowd in Russia. He is the big man who, um, you know, isn't afraid to go to war. And I mean, you know, the, that, that's, that's his performative role. But what Boris Johnson is doing by saying that a woman would never do this is he's putting a performative role onto women, which is, you know, what, what is he suggesting that... Um, Women are sugar and spice and all things nice. And we go into international diploma, you know, diplomacy arrangements and boardrooms and get everyone to hold hands. And we're so lovely that we'd never do anything like that. And well, that's really, that's really is it, or is it, it That is insulting. Absolutely. Is it that or is he saying, and maybe the facts back this up, that women are less prone to violence, less prone to physical uh, 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 aggression. I, look, I know you can you can quote Catherine the Great and Boudicca and um, Margaret Thatcher, even who you know I think her cabinet were pretty reluctant about going into the Falklands War. She was wasn't reluctant, but in general, in life, is that not is there not truth in that? I think the problem is when you get into the realms of stere- of stereotyping. Uh, either men as being inherently brutish and aggressive and women as being naturally predisposed to be more caring and thoughtful. What you're doing is, for women in particular, what you're doing is pigeonholing us in a way that has long been done in relation to kind of sexist attitudes. So you have to look back and think, well, in you know the Victorian times, women were refused the vote, refused access to jobs, not able to go out into the world without chaperones. And the argument was that the world was too dangerous, too nasty, too manly. You know, like you had to keep away from the oh, smoking okay, room and keep okay. in the back. Okay, okay, which is, I, which is clearly finish, ludicrous. If I can just finish, the, yeah. But if I can just finish the point, 
that what's happened is today that patronizing view has been rehabilitated. So now it's it's been brought back in this new form that says, well, it's great because, you know, they use the term um, over here in Westminster politics, a kinder, gentler kind of politics. And it's the same sexist attitude that says that okay. women are fundamentally different well, to men. Nicola Sturgeon, Nicola Sturgeon said... Um, uh, like she said, I think it's important we don't generalise women make mistakes as well as men. Uh, but I do think women tend to bring more common sense, emotional intelligence and a more reasoned approach. Now, Nicola Sturgeon is hardly sexist. No, and I, but I just don't think there's any worth in relation to, to kind of talking about women as characters, as as a homogenous blob. I mean, uh, you know, if you take Nicola Sturgeon as a politician, I have many, many criticisms of her politically. um, And I could talk to you all day about the things she's doing wrong politically. And I don't really care very much about her personality. I think there's too much personality in politics instead of talking about the substantial issues. If you're saying that we need more women in, in politics, more skirt in parliament, simply because we bring a kind of quality, you know, because we kind of our tone of voice is nicer or we're more conciliatory, then you're not treating women like adults, like whole beings. You're turning us into these kind of characterizations. No, fair enough, Like something out of a nursery rhyme. Yeah, but full equality does surely doesn't mean that women have to take on and, um, and women leaders have to take on the worst traits of male leaders. Not at all. And you'd be, you'd be ridiculous to... Uh, to argue that you know no i don't think there'd be any worth in a woman trying to emulate all the all the you know the negative qualities that that are associated with to- that word toxic masculinity but actually the thing about masculinity is that it, it often gets a bit of a bad rap which is that no one thinks it's great that putin goes around riding shirtless on horses and all that kind of stuff but a, a sense of you know things like a sense of being hard-necked, a sense of kind of being a bit aggressive, which, by the way, I think there's lots of women who can display that successfully more than men, is not something I want to throw out the window. If that's masculinity, then then call me masculine. Okay. Because there's, you know, I, th- I think we don't, what we shouldn't do is turn these, turn politics into a kind of game of, Men are horrible and women are nice. Because okay, like you no, mentioned, Jacinda Ardern, you mentioned, you know, Thatcher in particular, everybody uses Thatcher, but she's a great example of someone who, you know, particularly for women, let's remember, didn't do very much, didn't do very much in relation to women's rights. So this kind of naive idea that if you just get a few more girls in the room, everything will be lovely. Okay. Uh, you probably haven't met enough of us <laughs> to, All right. to understand that that's wrong. <laughs> okay, Ella Whelan, uh, spiked online columnist, convener of the Battle of Ideas Festival. By the way, the Battle of Ideas Festival has events running across Europe and online over the next few months. Go to battleofideas.org.uk if you want more information on that. Let us know your take, 52106 at a cost of 30. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News.